come to kindergarten class. The Developmentally Appropriate Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to Kindergarten Kiosk. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Kathy. And today we're going to talk about the first days and weeks of school, right? Is that what we're talking about? It's on our mind. What are we talking about? The first days (laughs) of school? The first weeks of school? Well, in kindergarten, it's the first nine weeks of school. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I always call it. The dreaded nine. The dreaded nine (laughs) weeks of school. The dreaded nine. And you've heard me say it before. If you remembered what it was like, it's like pregnancy. (laughs) You would not teach kindergarten again because the dreaded nine. If you remember the first nine weeks of school, you'd be out. You would quit. You would quit. (laughs) (laughs) But the rest of kindergarten is so joyful and so fun and so rewarding that by the spring, you're like, oh, I can hardly wait to teach kindergarten again. (laughs) Because you've forgotten. So is then, that our, that's our job here, is to remind people how miserable they're going to be for nine weeks. Here we no, are. We're going, to remind, we're going to tell people some tips that they can do to make the dreaded nine less dreaded. Okay. <laughs> should we just talk about the very first day, or do we need to talk let's about... Let's do. Okay, let's well, talk let's, about... Well, let's start about before the kids come. Let's start. Let's talk about before the first day. What are some things that you can do to make sure you're prepared for the kids to come. All right. So what do you do before the first day even comes to be prepared? Well, today I started making me a list of everything I wanted to make sure is on my first day plan. Mm -hmm. And I'm not really great at lesson planning for the rest (laughs) of the year, but my lesson plans for the first week of school are very detailed because I want to make sure that I put everything in and and get everything that I want. So I would say making your lesson plans for the first week of school are really important. So that's something you're doing right now is you're making very detailed plans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What else are you doing before the first day of school? Well, of course, you make sure your room is set up and your space is ready for students. Mm-hmm. And you get all of your supplies out and you have everything out and ready so that your focus is on teaching Mm -hmm. and the students and not rushing around grabbing supplies that you forgot. So you just are uber organized with everything you're going to need that first week of school that's on those first week plans and make sure everything is where it needs to be. I'm feeling really overwhelmed all of a sudden because I haven't thought about any of that stuff. (laughs) Well, if you want a dreadful nine, (laughs) then don't think about it. Oh, I'm not there yet. Well, the problem is, is I just, I just got my furniture put where I want it. Well, and I'm bringing you more furniture to rearrange. (laughs) Well, you cannot think about lesson planning until your room is set up. And that's why we talked about in our last two podcasts about setting up your room and getting your spaces ready. So if your spaces aren't ready, don't worry about it yet. Just know that at least a week before the first day of school, you need to do some really good lesson planning. 
Is there anything else you would suggest doing before the first week of school, or should we talk yes. about? Yes, yes, okay. I have more suggestions. Tell us more suggestions. <laughs> I always get a pedicure before school starts. <laughs> I always is make that, sure. Is that for when the kids stare at your toes and your sandals? Yeah. They look yeah. nice, or is that for yeah. your own personal relaxation? You know, it's like a double-edged sword because. I've had kids tell me my toes are ugly <laughs> because they're sitting on the carpet right by your toes and I like to wear sandals. And so it is really relaxing to get a pedicure. But it's but also because kids are sitting by your toes and you feel self-conscious. Yeah, it's because the kindergarten students are going to tell you everything that's wrong oh, yeah. with you oh, out yeah, of the love are. of their hearts. And so if I can have pretty toes, I've already... Ended that battle. One, one battle you don't have to fight. Okay. Yeah. So, so I'd get a pedicure. Make good lesson plans and get a pedicure. <laughs> Another thing that I always make sure I do is if I'm going to dye my hair or cut my hair, <laughs> I always do it before the first day of school. Because so you don't you, look different a week after yeah. school starts? Is that why? Because it freaks them out. <laughs> <laughs> it freaks them out. So so go to the beauty shop. <laughs> or the barber shop. Or wherever you're going to go and make sure your hair is the color and style you're going to wear for the first nine. Now, after the dreadful nine, you can do whatever you after want they with can, your hair. They can cope with different hairstyles. They can that. cope with it, but at the beginning... <laughs> When they're just getting to know you, they'll cry. Who are you? Because, because many times I've gone on the first day of school as a brunette and I've come back the next week, the next Monday, as a redhead <laughs> with my hair four inches shorter. And you, you don't recommend that is what you're saying. No, because the kids are, it's all about making the kids feel secure. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, they need to have you be the same person consistently for several weeks. So what else do we need to know at the beginning? What else do we need to get done besides our toes and our hairdos? <laughs> this is all real stuff. I I'm know. not being silly. It's good stuff. This, I know you're not being silly. This is 25 years of kindergarten experience <laughs> talking. <laughs> all right. So you've talked. To, should we talk about orientation? If, if people do an open house or an orientation, any advice for that? Yeah, I think that one thing that I do know is everyone does their start of school differently. That is true. One thing you can count on is that it's different than somebody else's. <laughs> everyone starts differently. But everyone probably has, except for me this year, I just start day one cold with all kids. You don't have anything before school where you get to meet them? Nothing this year hmm. at my new school, so it's going to be pretty weird. But I think most all schools have some sort of either orientation, testing, or back-to-school night. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what to do. I mean, Because it's all so different. It's all so different. I think the only thing that I really try to make sure to do if I have that opportunity be, is I make sure at some point I take a picture of the child with them holding their name. Mm-hmm. And that whatever else I do doesn't really matter, but I make sure I have a picture of the child with them holding their name. And then I go home 
and that's my homework until the first day of school is I will have all their names memorized with their faces because yeah, that make makes my... the first day easier <laughs> it's true I make like my helper chart and my name my pictures ready for the dictionary and my pictures ready for desks and my portfolio first few pages that you use with that picture so I've looked at those pictures so many times that yeah I have them completely <laughs> you have them memorized. memorized completely memorized so yeah that's a great tip if you do see the students beforehand make sure you take a picture another thing that I did last year was for the very first time on my testing day because we really didn't have an orientation you just had like I did at my old school but, but we had testing but all the parents did come, and so I had a little mini orientation with each parent. Mm -hmm. And I took a picture of the student holding the I'm a kindergartner with their whole family that came Aww, with them. That's and fun. I put that in their portfolio as the very first page. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I think that was one of the, my students' very favorite pages. They just loved rubbing their mommy and daddy and their brothers and sisters. And Aww. it was a cute, cute picture. And then after I took it, of course, if you've listened to our portfolio podcast or read our blog, um, everything I put in the portfolio, I usually hang on the wall first. Mm -hmm. So it made a really cute wall display I, to put all of the kids coming with their families. Mm -hmm. It was a really cute wall display. That is sweet. We're doing testing, but we're not, we don't make the classes until the testing is over. So now I'm trying to figure out how to make that work. Maybe I can't. Or we could all do it. Or I well, could do I it at just, open house. I would just talk to your team about everybody doing it. Because honestly, that would make sorting your classes easier. Because we'd have a picture. Because you'd have a picture. So I would just recommend to anyone that, that tests the, ki the kindergartners as a whole and then sorts them. Mm -hmm. Just to all do that, have them take a picture of the kid holding their name. Because then when you're talking about students, you will remember the kid easier if you're the one that tested him. And when you're making the list, you'll be able to talk to the other teacher that might be getting that student. Well, it certainly helps me because I'm visual. I'm visual too, so I, I think really, a lot of us teachers well, are visual, which is why we get sucked into Pinterest things. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, pretty. Ooh, yeah. pretty. <laughs> pretty, 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 but it's making me I ill. can't help it. It's so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mom, you said you made really detailed lesson plans before school even starts. So can we go into a little bit about what would be in those detailed lesson plans? Sure. And actually, one step before making a lesson plan is to make a schedule for what my week is going to look like. Oh, okay. Well, I can't and do that yet because nobody's told me when anything happens at my school yet. <laughs> you know, okay, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> Every other year I've had a principal or a sup I've had a superintendent <laughs> <laughs> or a principal that is really uber organized and they send all of your like your days you're going to work and your bell schedule and and all of that stuff and when everything is nice. all your specials and everything this is my first year in 25 years that i have no idea i have no clue no clue i have been so, in schools though where you have it at, in the springtime but i'm a new hire so i wouldn't have it anyway yeah so i do know that i'm going to 
but I am going to have a morning meeting mm -hmm. and I do know I'm going to have a math block and I do know I'm going to have a language arts block. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just going to start with those things I know I'm going to do. I know I'm going to have a shared reading time. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to make my schedule uh, as good as I can knowing what those blocks are going to be. Knowing that the blocks may have to move a little bit, it, maybe. Knowing they for, for sure, sure are going, going to move. move. But you know they're there. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so then I will just figure out what to do step by step. So here's my first day schedule from last year. Okay. 8.15 to 8.30. Settle in time. And I did every table I have, uh, table top, top. You know, for 25 years, I've been putting totes of things on tables <laughs> for kids to do. I think they have a new Vogue term of <laughs> morning work tops or something. Probably. <laughs> like, okay. I'm you have to everybody. reinvent the names of things at least every 15 years. No, 10. I think every 10 years, you got to change the name of something. I guess so. I call them math tubs. Mm -hmm. I've called them math tubs for 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> and so anyway, I just have something at all the tables. So when the kids come in, then they can immediately sit down and start having something to do. Mm -hmm. Now, also on my schedule during this time, all the kids are coming in. I'm greeting them. They're going to sit down at the tables. I have a note to take pictures of all my students because you want to I am going to be meeting them. Of school and yeah, I'm meeting them for my very, very first time. So mm -hmm. that is going to be my first opportunity to take their picture. So and you do not worry about making sure the parents don't come in with them, don't you? I, I if the parent, that's something the that you hang out have as long yeah, as they want to stay. That's something you do that is different than a lot of people might advise kindergarten teachers to do. Well, it's because honestly, it seems it's really inviting to the parents. And if I were the parent, I would want to make sure my child's okay before I leave too. And secondly, the parents get bored really quickly. <laughs> they're not going <laughs> to really stay in do. there forever. No. They'll come in, so, they see they're happy, and they're like, okay, I'll leave. They really do. And, and if I've you had, don't let them come in and make sure their kid's okay, they're just going to peek through your windows. <laughs> then they're staring there through your window. So just, I, and that's why if you've got the table toys going on, the parents can sit down and, and play with them at the table toys a minute and make sure they're okay but the parents get bored i mean anybody would get bored doing it and so they quickly leave so no i just i honestly don't think that i would sweat having the parents what do you leave. do if the kid starts crying as i soon as mom leaves or dad usually oh as soon as they leave or usually it's when they are leaving yes well, the okay, parent well just, when they are leaving I just go hold on to the kid and tell the parent to run. <laughs> Make a break for it! That's exactly what I do. I'm like, they will be fine. They'll be fine, really. I'll text you if I need you. <laughs> and then I just hold the child and they run and then the kid's fine like in three seconds. <laughs> now, of course, there's some kids that keep crying mm -hmm. and... We can talk about that in another podcast because techniques for that would fill this one up. <laughs> <laughs> so after I have the table toys and I've taken the pictures of students and all the students are there and accounted for, 
then at my new school, I'm going to have to take them all to breakfast. Oh, they all have breakfast, huh? Every day. How early in the morning do they come? I have to take my kids. I do know I have to take my kids to breakfast at 8.30. They they come at 8 o'clock. How long does breakfast last? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) You're like me. I don't know when anything is. You should have seen the look on my face when the secretary said, now your breakfast time is 8.30. That's all I know. (laughs) You're like, what? (laughs) What breakfast time? Yeah, my jaw like fell off the ground. I'm like, wow. She said, I don't know any of your other schedule. I just know your breakfast schedule. So I will take my whole class to breakfast and then come back. I I really hate that there's not going to be any carpet time before that. But I think that's how it's going to have to work out. You know, you have to go with those unflexible schedules that the school hands you. So... You just have to make the best of it. Now, if I didn't have to have my kids march to breakfast right then, I like to teach them about, I have a little chime in my room, mm-hmm. and I like to teach them about the chime. And so I have everybody stop playing, and I teach them about the chime, and how when I ring it, that means everybody's going to put the toys back in their tub, and then I show them the space where the tub goes, and... Then we're all going to put these tubs away, and then you're going to go sit at the carpet. So there's three steps. This is really hard. When I ring the chimes, you're going to put your everything in the buckets. Somebody's going to put them in the shelf, and you're going to walk to the carpet. So then I'll tell them, okay, let's go back and play. And now, while you're playing, make sure you listen for the chimes. Do you make sure to tell them that if they didn't get to play with one of the toys at the table, that the buckets will be out again tomorrow? No. No, (laughs) because I've had to address that before. But, I, yeah, I think that's a good idea. I think that's a good idea. I've never had to address that. I've never had a kid. I've had to address that before. But, you know, it's a good idea, so I would do that. And so I let them play for about a minute, and then I ring my chimes. And the kids generally will just do the three steps that I told them. And so I'll be over to help them put them on the shelves and then hurry it over. And if they don't do all the the three steps that they told you to do, you probably do it all over again, don't you? Because that's kind of how the first weeks of kindergarten work is, oh, we did that wrong. Everybody sit back down. Let's try that one more time. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Over and and over. That's the way to make your first nine weeks not dreadful. Walking down the hall. Oh, that's not how we walk down the hall, guys. (laughs) Let's try to go back and do it again. And it's going to take us a half an hour to get to the drinking (laughs) fountain, but... Yeah, so if they don't do that procedure correctly, because I've now focused on a procedure, Mm -hmm. then, yeah, I will say, oh, wait a minute. Let's go back. Everybody back. go back to a table and start playing with the toys, and let's do it again. And I will completely address all of those steps again and probably even model it this time. I'll probably take a tote and walk over and put it in Mm -hmm. and and do things more dramatic because you brought up a great point. You have to keep addressing it over and over again until, okay, they're robots. (laughs) (laughs) Because you want them, it's just second nature Mm -hmm. to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. So after we put all those away, then I go to the carpet and like, I like to begin with um, a name game. 
what's a name game of you've used sorts. before? Or are you going to tell us uh, one right my, now? My favorite, my favorite one is, my name is Mrs. Crane. What's your name? Lindsay. <laughs> Lindsay. Lindsay. Her name is Lindsay. My name is Mrs. Crane. What's your name? And then I'll point at a new student and then I'll Susie say their name. Susie the Boozy Floozy. <laughs> Susie, Susie the Boozy Floozy. <laughs> Susie is her name. Her name. Susie is her name. <laughs> if you didn't listen to our rhyming podcast, you will make sure. <laughs> you have yeah, go no listen. idea why I said that. Because it's the beginning of the year, and you will want to know about Susie the Boozy Floozy. <laughs> All right, so after you've played your name game, what's your next thing you do usually do on the first day? Well, then I usually really briefly do the calendar, and I, I just will say, oh, it's August. This is our calendar, and we're going to do a lot of things with our calendar. But right now, I just want to show you the month. The month is August, and we're starting school, and it's the first day of school. And so then I'll put the one over on the 100-day chart. So I kind of just do those little tiny things. And then um, I always do I'm a little teapot. And the reason I do I'm a little teapot next is because the Imagine It um, that I was required to teach in Idaho for 12 years (laughs) (laughs) started the first day of school with the little I'm a little teapot and now it has become part of me it's just part of you now it's ingrained in you yes and Hap Hap Palmer has an adorable version Mm -hmm. and he has a YouTube channel I found now Mm -hmm. so just look for Hap Hap H-A-P Hap Palmer's YouTube channel and the I'm a little teapot and the kids love it but I do one little extra part in it between the verses, there's a little um, little tiny bit of interlude. Mm-hmm. And so I do like a little ballet step mm-hmm. in a circle around while I'm raising the roof. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the kids love that part. Yes, of course they do. You can't call it ballet, though. You have to call it exercise move <laughs> because I called it ballet one time accidentally. And, ooh, I got some daggers from the boys. <laughs> So then after I've done like the name game and just a brief little tiny thing with calendar and and then a little warm up song or poem or rhyme, whatever you want to do, then I talk about procedures and rules. And the first one I like to talk about is how to sit on the carpet. Mm-hmm. Just to sit with your legs crisscross applesauce and your hands in your lap and how you don't touch other kids or bother other kids. And that's kind of all, the only rule I really address at that point. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I don't want the kids to be on rule overload. Mm-hmm. I've, I have actually seen kindergarten teachers sit for 20 minutes oh. and give every procedure they're ever going to encounter. I think that's on the one planet. reason why it takes nine weeks, because they can really only digest procedures a little bit at a time. Re- really, and really in, ingrain them and make them a part of themselves. Because they're taking in so much new information, so and they really and plus are. Rules are boring, and they're gonna and hate they the first day of school if you spend twenty minutes on everything. I know. So what? What kind of my rule of thumb is is every time I'm in a whole group setting, I will do one rule. So at the carp, so I did the procedure of how to go from my math tubs 
to the carpet. So that I did one procedure, and then I did at the carpet, I did one procedure or rule of how to sit at the carpet. Mm-hmm. Oh, I actually do too. I tell them that besides how to sit is when teachers talking, kids are listening. And so after that, I so make I guess sure to go right. So you are telling more than one rule. You're just telling rules in context. I'm giving rules in context and briefly. I'm giving them as little information as they need to know to survive that first day because the next day I'm going to do all those same rules and I'm going to expand slightly on it. And then the next day I'll do the same rule and expand a little bit more. And just because uh, like you said, they're five. Yeah. It's it's all very new. So after I've been at the carpet for some, a little, not long, I just want to take them right to recess because what do want kindergartners want to do? They want to go to mm-hmm. recess. <laughs> and so I take them out for my own little class recess so I can... Introduce uh, where the playground off, is. and Yeah. And first off, practice how to line uh-huh. up and how to get in a line and how to walk in a line. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm just going outside for recess, then it's really easy to just practice Because you don't have to really get quickly. anywhere anytime fast. Yeah, I'm not getting anywhere. <laughs> and you don't Nobody's have to go very far. <laughs> taking my own little class out to my own little short recess (laughs) and so I'll have them line up and talk about um Heidi's songs has a really cute lineup song Mm -hmm. and I actually think it's on YouTube if you don't have her class management uh DVD go to our our website kindergartenkiosk.com and look on the side panel and you'll see a Heidi song click on that and it will take you right to her store and her classroom management DVD is really cute. And the lineup song, the kids really like it. And so I'll play that while we're lining up and talking about it. So when I go outside, my rule I want them to know the first day is when I ring this bell, you're going to line up here. Mm-hmm. And I'm not really not going to worry about, you know, um, the rule I hate, and it's a giant pet peeve, is don't run up the slide because children should be allowed to run up slides. I'm sorry. Isn't that a legal <laughs> liability thing? Isn't that why? I probably it's a liability thing. I think it's a liability thing. thing. I just ah, I, it, it annoys me. <laughs> but anyway, we all have to do it, and so and don't throw rocks and push and run. You know all those rules. I'm going to go over. A little bit every day but the rule I want them to know the first day is when I ring this bell line up here and I use a lot of sign language and so I teach them the sign language for line up and if you want to go to signingsavvy.com it you just type in the word and he'll teach you the sign for any word you want to know so right now I'm doing the sign for line up and, <laughs> and you nobody can't can see, see it. it but your two hands are together and it's very cute yeah, it is it's kind really of cute. And the kids two love straight it. up and down hands right in front of each other mm-hmm. in a line. And look how all the fingers are perfectly in line. Yeah. So kids, if you teach them the sign language for line up, then all of a sudden lining up in a straight line gives it makes, new meaning for the makes students. It I found it, yeah, it's very effective. So do look up that sign if you don't know it. And so that's the only rule I care about. So I let them go play for a little bit of time and then I ring the bell and have them come. Mm-hmm. And if they don't come when I ring the bell, then, of course, I'm going to deal with that right then. 
So how do you deal with that right then? Because usually you would say, go back to what you're doing and we're going to try it again. But sending them back to recess would be a reward. So what do you do if they don't line up right when the bell rings? Well, honestly, I'm the only class out there and I really do send them back to You send them back to play again? (laughs) I do because I don't think that they did it purposefully or maliciously. It's not something that... No, they just aren't used to the response to a bell, you Mm -hmm. know. This might be their very first time that they so somebody's actually called them and expected them to come and haven't said, I really mean it. I mean it. Well, <laughs> you know, my kids were just at the playground yeah. last night. I'm like, let's have to we have to go right now. OK, mom, one more thing. OK, fine. But now we have to go well, right now. And I'm like, I'm a school teacher and I can't get two kids to get off the yeah, playground. See, that's, that's real life. <laughs> and that's kind of how real life is. You know, that's how. All moms are at the playground, and there's nothing wrong with it. But at school, they have to know when the bell rings, they line up. Because there's so no, I'm not going to get mad at them. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really going to get angry if they don't come the first time. We'll, I'll just send them. I'll tell them, okay, we're going to try it again. Go back and play and listen for the bell. And I've really found that that's effective. Just to, um, I just really. If you realize that this is the kid's first experience with mm-hmm. it, and and don't make it about you or don't make it about your rules, make it about that they do not have experience with this and it's completely new to them. And we want to set them up to be successful. Yeah. And help them and scaffold so, them. And all those yeah, and scaffold teacher them. terms. <laughs> What else are we going to teach them how to do on the first day? So the next thing that I'm going to do, everybody's schedule is going to be different mm-hmm. because of their their day. But the next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to do some handwriting without tears with Mr. Mat Man. Mm-hmm. Because there's a cute song that goes with making Mat Man and the kids really like it. So I will go right to the carpet after recess and do a few things with Mr. Mat Man. Mm-hmm. And then by then it's our real recess and we'll go out for the real recess. And they've already practiced, so so I bet they're going to be real successful this time. They are. They're going to be real successful. And so the kids, you know, what five-year-old wouldn't want two morning recesses? (laughs) Every five-year-old. Everybody does. It's about the only, you know, maybe... The first week of school, it might happen a couple times, but not anymore. So, <laughs> so enjoy, enjoy it, it while you can. <clears throat> yeah. So after recess, when we come in, then I'll do probably the math, mm-hmm. um, like a math mini lesson. Uh, now everybody's going to have their own math curriculum that they have to adhere to. I like to do a lot of just counting to 10 activities on the first day counting how many students are in the classroom, counting how many boys there are, counting how many girls there are, counting how many feet are in our classroom, and just a whole counting. bunch of just easy Usually I activities. start out my math by just letting the kids play with the materials for a while. I mean, we'll do like a really quick maybe counting activity, but then I'll just send them and let them have some free exploration with the materials we're going to use in later lessons. Because you know if you don't Mm -hmm. give them time to play with them, then when you try to teach with them, they'll play with them. 
Yeah. And that's very sex and math and math investigations. Mm -hmm. That is their first mm -hmm. lesson. So, so with those, I would definitely see, I've been teaching go math too long. So I'm doing, that's, yeah, that's like a, a go math go lesson math is what I was counting. doing. But Saxon math and um, what did I say? Investigations. Mm -hmm. Both of those, I would probably have my counting bears uh, set for each table and do free exploration mm -hmm. for a minute with those. So some kind of math, whatever math you want to do. I know you're almost ready to release math unit one, counting and cardinality. So people might get some great ideas on that one. So after it math, says, then it's for your materials. That's what it says. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a preview. <laughs> so after math, it's time for me to go to lunch. Do you have lunch? Yeah, at my old school. Oh, at your old school I'm suspecting... you had lunch. So that means the day's over if you're halftime. Yeah, well, no, because I'm going to lunch. you got to remember that it's kindergarten in an elementary school. We have lunch at 1030. <laughs> Never mind then. <laughs> no, you're not done. I'm not, not done, done yet. Okay. You, you will jump ahead to what I will do after lunch. Okay, so let's jump portion. ahead. And the center. Let's jump ahead. So anyway, I'll have lunch, and then lunch is over. <laughs> <laughs> lunch ended, yay. And, and if you're half day after recess, and you'll want to do a shared reading, mm -hmm. and I'm going to do a, start my shared reading with a song, and I like to start with Mary Wore a Red Dress because it's a fun song. And, of course, I use Singlish's version because I love their version. Mm -hmm. And... <clears throat> then then after we've done Singlish's version, then I get my guitar out and we sing our own version and I sing about everybody's shirt color that they're wearing. Mm -hmm. or And so I'll do that activity and then um, start with a book. I'm going to start with Brown Bear and do an activity where I replace the, the bear, the color bear, in the mm -hmm. song so they can see um, substitution and then follow that up with reading Pete the cat and after I've done that sh shared mm -hmm. reading to fit whatever your schedule is <laughs> going to be you're going to you're going to readers digest all of this <laughs> then I want to do learning centers because every child wants to have recess and they want to paint and they want to play in the playhouse mm -hmm. so I make sure that all of my students do all of those things any year that I have not done it, kids are like, but I didn't, mm -hmm. but I didn't, but I didn't. And if I make sure I get those in, then kids are like, goodbye. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and when you say that you do, you introduce your learning centers on the first day, I think that can sound overwhelming to people, but you're really doing a very, 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 very simplified version of what centers are going to be later on in the year, right? It's mm -hmm. just so the kids don't walk in and see all this fun stuff in the room and then have to leave without at least having a little experience with it all right mm -hmm. yeah and the rotations when I was a half day teacher I only did five minute rotations mm -hmm. they just spent the five minutes school. there yeah so I did five different centers five minutes each and do you do you, you just do simple things like go to the art center and paint yeah. with watercolors well the playhouse the playhouse is one water painting at the mm -hmm. art table is one I usually always do puzzles because they're mm -hmm. easy. Because they don't, you don't to, need to pre-teach a kid how to use a puzzle generally. <laughs> no, 
No. Or to I, play with a play do kitchen. The writing center because so they can color a picture at the writing mm-hmm. center. Um, at let's see what else I have on this list. Of course, if you have an aid or something, I will do a game mm-hmm. at that the aid table. My table, I will just have them over there and we'll sing a couple little songs together. Basically, so I'll have a chance to talk one-on-one with every there child. On their first day. On their mm-hmm. first day. Well, it's not really about learning anything in those areas on the first day of school. It's just about knowing what they are and where they are and touching Mm -hmm. and feeling and And, experiencing yeah and giving a child yeah and giving the kids an experience at this places that you know in your room are let's just call them attractive nuisances (laughs) you know how (laughs) you know how the law says you can't have an attractive nuisance on your property because kids will go (laughs) well all classrooms have that they have a place where you know the kids are going to want to go it's the kids where they all gravitate and if they don't go there on the first day they will be sorely disappointed. Yeah, they're sad. They really are. They really are. And so uh, on my first day of rotating, I just will, at the end of the five minutes or whatever time you're mm-hmm. allowing, could even be four minutes. It does not have to be long. And then I'll um, I'll ring the chime and I'll, I'll freeze. Now, later on, my, my centers move way differently mm-hmm. than this. I, the buzzer rings and the kids automatically know where to move because I always go in a semicircle and I think we've talked about that. I think you that. have mentioned that, yeah. Yeah, but the first day, I actually will have everybody freeze and I will take my group and physically walk them to the next one, grab the next <laughs> group of kids, walk them physically the walk one. them, take the next group, physically walk them until everybody's there. And I'm like, okay, stay well, at the center you can really until the timer rings again. Or five or three minutes doing something because it's going to take five minutes to move yeah. everybody. <laughs> yeah, so if you're only going to have, if you're half day, and you're only going to have three minutes that the kids are going to be at the activity, you know, make sure that your water painting isn't something intricate to Mm -hmm. color you know just have a blank sheet where they tell them to water paint their name or water paint a circle see how many circles you can water paint you know just make it really easy so that they're not frustrated that they don't get to Mm -hmm. finish it Uh uh-huh and so then after that then um of course, then I have afternoon recess. Because you're looking at a full day schedule. <laughs> and then I come back in and usually do uh, some kind of language experience approach about our first day of kindergarten. We list the things that we did. Because I'm a full day program, which most people are in the nation anymore. They're all starting to move to full day, but sorry, not your district. <laughs> Uh, Holly on Twitter wrote a while back, I'm listening to Kindergarten Kiosk explain fitting K curriculum in a half day. Spoiler, not possible, but we do our best. (laughs) (laughs) You are right, Holly. (laughs) You are right, Holly. And I taught half day kindergarten for 19 years. So for 19 years, I I, I know what that life is like. But... I will not go back <laughs> to teaching. Well, you are day. going back, aren't you? Half day right now? No, you're full day no. still. That's Remember, right. I'm taking them to and breakfast lunch. and That's lunch. That's right. Okay. So where are we at now? 
So then getting kids ready to go home at the end, the end of the day. We're to the end of the day now? Yay! Yeah. So make sure at the end of the day that you start early enough. I usually have my kids pack their backpacks and get everything ready in their backpacks like about a half hour before it's time to go. And there won't be many things to send home. Probably their water paint or... You know, because I'm full day, there will be a couple other maybe activities that we'll be able to do. So, but they might only have one piece of paper, but I want to make sure that that's in their backpack early and then we'll put it in their cubby, hang it up, and then I'll have them go back to the carpet before we do some kind of wrap-up activity and talk about the first day and what things we did. And then about 10 minutes before they need to go, then I usually will do a graph of, of how we get home. You know, how many of you are going to walk home? How many of you are going to ride in a car home? How many of you are going to ride a bus home? And then kind of talk about that everybody's going home different mm-hmm. ways, and so we need to stay together, and I need to make sure everyone gets in their spots. And then I'll line up. There's a all really cute the... picture book you could use with that. It's called This is the Way We Go to School, and it's by Edith Bear and Steve Bjorkman. That would be a great book to use then at the end of the day before you kind of do that little activity. Mm-hmm. And then I line up my kids in order. Like I'll put all the kids that are walkers together and all the kids that ride buses together, and all the kids that are getting picked up by parents together. So, um, then, you know, I'll be able to just drop off the chunks <laughs> where they need mm-hmm. to go. <laughs> and one thing, oh, and I didn't talk about this, but one thing, usually during centers, I'll um, make some kind of little crown with my students that says, um, I survived the first day of kindergarten, or I love kindergarten, or yeah. something. And I have the color band all prepared. So all the walkers are going to have oh. a yellow band to their crown and all the bus riders are going to have a blue mm-hmm. one. And so if you make it like that, it's just, it's Cause brilliant. then you can make sure everybody just... is where they're supposed to be. Yeah. And you can visually see instantaneously if they're in the right line or not. So that's, that's a, a good tip. tip. So we made it through the first day of school. Yeah, so then you put them on the bus, you wave goodbye, and then you go in and choose, drink your beverage of choice. <laughs> <laughs> and put your feet up. And, and think, I get to do this all again tomorrow. Yeah, my old school in Idaho, I loved it because we did our first day. We had only the morning kids, and then the next day we had only the afternoon kids. And then we did the second day second day twice and then we did the third day twice and then everybody came and I loved it it's exhausting because you just go in and you're all set up for the next day exhausting (laughs) well we hope this is helpful to everybody next podcast we'll have to talk more about the first weeks of school I think the second day of school I think so and and more about setting procedures and I really want to talk about things like Wonder Grove Mm. Kids and a few things that I've really found and I'm sure things that you found that that are really great programs yeah. to use to help those first well, days. Well, let's talk about that next time. Why are we calling them first days? The first, the first nine, nine weeks. weeks. <laughs> yeah, it's not the first days. It lasts a long time. 
Hey, I want to tell everyone that ESGI is having a special, if you sign up for a free trial right now, that you will um, have a chance to win an Amazon gift Ooh. card in their drawing. So if you have yet to try ESGI, sign up for that trial now, because even if you don't turn your trial into a subscription, which... I'm sure you will, because <laughs> it's fabulous. So but even if you don't, you'll still be in that drawing for that Amazon, those Amazon cards. And when you sign up, make sure you use code B7227. All right. Well, thanks, Mom, for sharing your first day plan with me. I'm going to go copy that in my very detailed lesson plan book that I'm going to write now, make right now. <laughs> uh, okay. I, okay. <laughs> okay well then tomorrow then i'll put i could put it off one more day <laughs> well thanks for listening everybody and we wish you well on your first day of school hope it goes really really well for you bye everyone bye kindergarten kiosk is a proud member of the Education Podcast Network, a network of podcasts for educators, by educators. For more information, visit edupodcastnetwork.com. That's E-D-U podcastnetwork.com. Now can I listen to it?